Hi, I'm Keegan, and this is a bunch of gamers. This is going to be a playtest episode of Scion Second Edition Demigod. I was uh, lucky enough to get my hands on some playtest material, and I have some players who are willing to go along and see if we can, if we'll enjoy the system, and maybe even break it. <laughs> Let me uh, have my players introduce themselves. All right, well, hi, I'm uh, Andrew. Um, I'm going to be playing Ronaldo Hopkins. Uh, his pantheon is of Weiwei Kowadal, uh, kind of a trickster musician uh, god from uh, pre-Columbian times. Hi, I'm Jade. Uh, I will be playing Aelith. Uh, she is a daughter of Ares. So, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Hi there, I'm Josh Heath. I'm going to be playing Samuel Hartwell, who is a scion of Heimdall, and I'm very excited to be playing this character. So, hey guys, I'm Raphael. I'm going to be uh, playing Aaron Adeben. He is a Nigerian son of Toth, the Egyptian mythology, and a good doctor. You're all gathering in Boston, of all places. Your divine parents have called upon you for a meeting. Though your powers stem from yourselves, the urgency of their call concerns you. And the world seems to be a little off all the same. Hearing rumors about whole cities seem to disappear off the map. You get to the high-rise building of the meeting spot near Quincy Market. The first to arrive are Aaron and Aleth, as you bump into each other for the first time since that job that you did for your divine parents back in China. Aaron, good to see you. Hello, friend. Long time no see. It has been a long while, hasn't it? I'm glad to see you all well. Hello. I'm trying to be. The situation looks kind of dirty to show us to Paulus so fast. Samuel, Ronaldo, you also start to walk in as the winds start to pick up outside, and it sounds like storms beginning to crash off in the distance. This weather could get any worse. I mean, why are we here? And do we have to be here? I mean, couldn't they have chosen a nicer place? <sighs> lovely, every time of the year. It's lovely right now, even with these storms. Come on. I beg to differ. I prefer a warmer climate. Ah, warmer, uh... warmer. The door to the conference room opens and you see your divine parents taking slightly more divine form than even normal. It's good to see you all, speaks up Heimdall, his voice booming through the small conference room. Yeah, yeah, this, can you turn it down just a little bit? I mean, it's bright, like the contrast, it's bright here, dark outside, not a good look. As your, your divine parent goes, yep, one of mine. Aaron that's, uh, that's a little bit funny, but he keeps to himself. 
Why is it we've been called? Ares speaks up, his hands clenched slightly, going, How familiar are you all with primordials? I've heard a bit about them. Like, like Gaia and the others. Yes. It seems that we're running into a bit of a problem with one. An unnamed primordial, a primordial of endings, is getting close to this realm. His very existence is tearing apart terra incognitas, and worse, driving the denizens either into this world or into non-existence. That doesn't sound too good. Correct. As Thoth, Thoth speaks up and goes, worse yet, we've been noticing a large flares of Icor lately, and we believe that a scion of some kind is using their own blood to ritually summon this primordial closer to this realm. I- Icor. Uh, isn't that the, the, the parrot from Aladdin? That's e- no. Do we know which what primordial it is that's been summoned? That's what the gods are dealing with. We need you to stop the one who's summoning it. Do we have a location? This city? Of course. Very specific. Good job. It was somewhere in Boston, but you don't know where. And we've just got to look around until we find him. As Huawei Coatl goes, well, that's why we sent the detective with you. I figured he'd be useful for something, and if you can't find it, well, at least you'll hear a good joke before the world ends. I mean, I'll try. Do we have any leads? Do we know if it is a she or a he? They? Good questions all around. We're not sure. We're not even sure if it's a scion of the gods or a scion of the titans. We have little to no information other than something is summoning a primordial into this world. You got it. That's why we called on you. You're demigods. You've got the power to do whatever you need. Yes, that's right. Pass on all of the duties to your children. That sounds exactly like something the gods would do. As Ares goes, excuse me while I punch non-existence in the face while you do the nice little seek and destroy mission. Gladly change places with you, kid. Well, unless you have any further information, perhaps we should all leave and we start have one, walking. Thoth goes, one last thing. As he slides across kind of like this, tri- um, this eight-pointed star, we think this is related. It's worked its way into popular culture, but it looks like there are, in fact, roots tie there are, it has roots in real mythology it's an eight point star uh, i will i will sort of uh, slide it across and then take a hold of it turning it over in my fingers and just having a good good look at it is there anything about the places where the equal has been found were they places of power or something of the kind. Yes, it looks like at least where we found 
previous rituals performed are where the fabric of reality between this world and a terra incognita were weak. But those places became weak, or they were already weak? We believe they were already weak. So we need to find a place like this in Boston, and we find our guy. I would like to cast the runes. Okay. So I'd like to see if I can perform divination to get a lead or clue about what will happen in our near future. Sure. Uh, and I'm not sure what the right role would be. Uh, is there a role? Let's find out. It's a complex action, but it doesn't say what role. Because I would argue either occult or empathy, but... Uh, yeah, okay. Um, I'll say occult. Okay. And uh, how, how are you going about it? Um, are you, like, really concentrating? Are you just divining as quickly as possible? Um, or are you being stoic? What I'm doing is actually being, I'm using, I want to use presence. So okay. I want to um, kind of command the space and like, uh, I'll stand up for a moment and say, I'm going to cast the runes to see what the divine uh, future will bring or will show us. And so uh, Samuel is like standing up like uh, with his arms raised above his head super dramatically. And then I pull out a bag of runes and cast them onto the table. Perfect. Let's get that roll. So that is seven dice. Where it had a roll. Nice. Very the runes strike the table and it sounds like thunder. As they turn over and the runes actually burn their symbols into the table that they rest upon before you collect them. As the images come alive and you see what appears to be a street that you are walking on, heading over to, let me use the DM's greatest tool for modern fantasy, Google Maps. Maps. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I love Google Maps. What appears to be the Boston, Boston Common, the large park, when you see what look like ogres and trolls of smoke and fire attacking and dissolving as they grab people and they turn into nothing but shadow. And then the shadow goes away into absolute nothingness. Wow. I'm actually opening Boston up on Google Maps to see what the bloody hell we are. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the Boston area originally, so we, this all just seems very stereotypical in a good way to me at the moment. <laughs> I mean, you're near Quincy Market. Of course it's stereotypical. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Samuel will just turn to the group and say, I think we need to go to, uh, to the Common, to Boston Common, and see what we can find, because uh, it's just been revealed to me that there will be trolls and ogres and creatures of great danger and darkness. There's glee in my eye, and I smile at you. Well, well, you, you guys have to go have fun. Uh, don't need detective work if you know where you're going. Oh, no, you're not. You're not getting out of this, Ronaldo. You're coming with. 
Fine. Sorry, my friends. I believe that the final spirit of Boston gonna need to wait until we save the existence. Come on, come on. <laughs> you guys, you you guys head off in that direction as the wind's really starting to pick up, and even the windows of the tall buildings sound almost like they're creaking. Wow. Could I get? Let me ask you something. I have the this ability of the journeys, the boom of the journeys. Okay. Uh, it says here that I can uh, sense the presence of an ex of Moonzi or a gate between the realms of existence. Oh, okay. From from miles away, do I sense the exact point where? Yeah, I do. You and detect, it confirms what he had you detect, said. You detect three points, actually. Ooh, okay. One in the Boston Commons, one at the Museum of Science, and the other of the Museum of Fine Arts. That seems okay, to be so tears in the world. Not gateways, or it's a natural gate. Yes. There. Well. Natural and getting bigger, I guess. Unnatural. Got it. Uh, okay. Could I get a cunning integrity check, please? Let me see here. The difficulty is two, so if you want any additional successes, can be you be spent to get, glean additional information. Um, I'll spend. Two successes then, or is it just I say that we spend successes? You'd say uh, so. You could ask additional prodding questions. One addition. So I'll give you the basics once everyone's okay. rolled, and then you can ask additional questions. So Samuel and Ronaldo. You you just didn't get enough successes because the difficulty was two successes required. Okay. That's all. So, Samuel and Ronaldo, you see that the alleyways around this area seem to have shadows dancing in unnatural forms, and that it you see, you catch glimpses of them maneuvering almost, as the shadows move contrary to what the sun or the streetlights should produce. Um, you say shadows, are they, does it seem like just shadows or does it seem like they're corporeal in any way? Um, like they're made of something. Uh, you, we will say you spend two of your extra successes to gain the knowledge that they are corporeal in some, so some form. They are opaque, two-dimensional objects that float, that have... Gravity and weight. Do they look like they are doing any damage to the world around them? It looks like they're trying to, and that each attempt gets closer to actually causing real damage. I'm just going to stop and turn and look at one of them and be like, Can we help you? Uh, like, uh, if you know about us, probably, can we know about you? 
as you see a troll basically being give birthed from the shadows, it collapses as streams of smoke, sh shade, and non-existence stream from its flesh as you hear it speaking in the ancient Norse tongue, burning, burning, my flesh ever burning. Only here understands that, understands that? Yeah, all of you hear that after uh, Ronaldo interacts with it. And it, it actually just looks like to you and Ilith that it just popped into existence. You didn't see the shadow it came from. But when he, he speaks in the Old Norse, do we all understand or only him? Uh, that would be, uh, it would be Samuel at this point. So Samuel, like under his breath, but loud enough for the people around him to hear it, translates and then uh, is going to attempt to speak to the troll. All right. Uh, oh, tell them there's a doctor that can solve that. <laughs> All right. So uh, Samuel's going to like. Uh, I'm I'm assuming he speaks Old Norse or well enough to try yes. this. So, okay. um, he's going to look at the troll and say, "Hail and well met, good friend. Please accept our hospitality and be welcome as a hail and hopeful guest here, and do not cause harm." And then I'm going to reach into my like jacket and pull out a cigarette or something, okay. and be like, and offer it to him as a gift. He reaches and grabs it. He taps it against part of the streaming non-existence as it ignites with emerald flames, and he places it in his mouth, shaking. Good host, is there any way for you to alleviate? this burden from my flesh. I think there are ways, but they will be harmful ways and ways that you may not enjoy. It feels as though my flesh is unbirthed from the very existence and that my body return my, it returns to stone. Any additional unpleasantness will be welcome if it means this will go away. Hmm. Uh, while Samuel is not one for murder, it seems like maybe that might be the answer here. I'm not sure if anyone else has any other thoughts. You have a divine doctor. I do. It looks like he's not a well. Maybe I can help him. Aaron. So uh, Samuel turns to Aaron. Aaron, is there anything that you can do to help our friend? Probably. Let me see. I get a little bit closer to the troll. Okay. And what do I see? What do I reckon with? What's the problem? You notice that it's almost like uh, acidic burns at a glance. As birds, but it does it does like actually physical or more magical in nature. Uh, physical. So I would like to use my boom healing hands. On okay. Him. So for that I spend one legend, correct? Uh, yeah, I think so. Spend one legend for that, but because of my poor view of health, I believe that I also get one legend back. When yep. I heal, uh... oh, perfect. 
free as I thought. All right. So you watch Aaron go over as he starts working, pulling out medical kits and band-aids as you see divine energy imbued upon them and the bits of non-existence and smoke stop and the troll is stabilized. And and I say, all right, should do the trick. But you need to take care of that burn, otherwise you're going to be hurting again. What caused you this? Oh, yeah, you don't speak my language. <laughs> <laughs> and I turn to Samuel. So, uh, so Samuel will translate between the two of them. Yeah. Okay. As he goes, there were several Slavic people who moved here years ago, and it created an incognita. We were simply enjoying our typical life, throwing some rocks as games, scaring local goats. When the skies went dark and something came and started to eat away at the world, it filled some of my fellows with an unnatural hunger. I don't know if they're still there or if they try and come here hungry and bestial. Let's hope not, you're a big guy. Thank you. He's looking at his hand. He stands his hand. Marveling Mm -hmm. at the healing. So we're going to turn to Samuel as I speak so he can speak to him. We're going to take care of this situation. If you were, uh, 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 we're going to stay there. I'm going to stay in the city for a few days afterwards. Also, with you this, tell your friends to come to me. I'll help them if they're hurt as well. For friends, no charge. So Samuel relays that. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. So there is something here, certainly. You may want to do some investigating. Well, I would like to this- use my uh, knack then. Okay. Um, to do um, a quick study. Um, so I sweep my eyes over a crime scene and collect clues almost immediately. Half the time you would need to perform an investigation. Um, it says quarter it if you uh, quarter it if you are also casing. Okay. Um, so do I need to roll anything or just mark off the momentum used? I uh, use the momentum, and we will do a roll. I need to check out what. Um... Normally, normal uses include medicine, occult. Um, I'm also going to say subterfuge for looking for hidden things. I have subterfuge, and can I use subterfuge and cutting? Yep, since you're doing a quick glance, I think that would make the most amount of sense. Okay, let me see if I can do this. No. So, I think that's... Yep, eight dice. Okay. Would you like to go all out at all? Um, no, not for this one. All right. Three results. All right. Going through, you find where the troll was birthed into this reality, as well as three other points around the park are the same sort of 
eight-pointed stars that your deific parents shared with you. More importantly, it is Icor, and the reason you can tell is it's golden. That would suggest that this uh. is a demigod performing this, at the very least. When demigods bleed, they bleed red, but when they try and activate their Icor to its full potential, it turns gold. So guys, here's where our uh, troll friend uh, came into existence. Uh, over there, you can see there's a uh, star and another weakness. Star and weakness and star and weakness. And the exits are over each wings. Thank you very much. <laughs> right. So, does this align with the three places of the three gates no. between the words? This no, aligns so this with how big you. This does, however, align with how big th this particular gate is in from in your sensing. Oh. Okay. So the one. Oh wow. So these gates are spreading like miles, like kilometers away, like from the from, from the from the focal point. Is yes. that it? So there's three focal points, and those three focal points are continuing to expand. Wow. So the closest one from where we are is the, is the, the one is the at common. the Boston Commons. Yep. The next closest one would be the uh, Museum of Science. And the furthest one from you in the opposite direction would be the Museum of Fine Arts. Okay. So I turn to my friends and say, friends, we have a situation here. As I can tell by my abilities, as our friend told us, the Boston Commons is one of the focal points, but there are two others. The Museum of Fine Arts and the Museum of History, right? Sci uh, of Science. Science, yeah. The Museum of Fine Arts and the Museum of Science. I know that we have better chances staying together, but maybe this is the time that we need to split and take care of the situation, because if you only one of those stay open, Chaos will reign. So, I, I say we split up um, three and two. I mean, that would be a good cover. And then we meet in one on, on the last one. Yeah, It'd that sounds two, good. Be two and two. Uh, there's only four of you guys. No, yeah. no I, 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 I said what I meant. Unless, oh, okay. unless you're counting my wolf, then three and two. Uh, hold on one second, hold on one second. Uh, I'm going to use another Mac. Uh, doppelganger. Oh. Uh, oh. Make an axe kill roll, and with any successes, make an exact copy of yourself. Cool. So, uh, doppelganger, I believe, is a trickster. Knack. Uh, okay. Um, so, what do I need to roll for that? So, you'd be rolling uh, your uh, trickster. Trickster. I think plus it. your legend. So. Okay, so, eight. I get to go in two places at once. Um... It lasts for a number of days equal to your trickster calling. So three days. Yeah. There's two of me now, guys. You're welcome. This is wonderful. It's so exactly what we needed, I guess. take what? I'm up for taking the Museum of Fine Arts. Well, I always want to the Museum of Science of Boston. Who, goes with, who comes with me? I, I, I'll go to both. Yeah, all right. I'll go with you. Okay. All right. So we will start 
with Ronaldo and Eilith at the Museum of Fine Arts. You start approaching as the storm once again picks up and both of you now can see those kinds of shadows on the edges here. These seem to be very shady men who we're working with. Yes, because they are made of shadows. You got it. Is the building open? The building is open. How do you stop how do you stop a scion of coyote? Just take their jokes at face value. <laughs> 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 Approaching the building, everything starts to rumble. Can I get from you, Ilith, a dexterity athletics, please? Difficulty, difficulty two, complication one. Ilith, you grab Ronaldo as you jump out of the way as the front of the museum actually explodes outward. You turn holding him as a chunk of the rock hits your back and explodes like it was nothing. Well, you're welcome. I could have handled that. I'm sure you could have, but it was as easier for me to handle. You hear a hiss. Behind I will, you. Uh, I will... Hmm. Does it sound like the hiss of a snake? Yes. A hiss? It sounds like several hisses of snakes. Is there, because my back is to it, is there any reflective surfaces in front of me so that I can look at the reflective surfaces and see what's behind me? Yes. Okay. What do I see in the reflective surface? You see seven serpent-like heads attached to a large bulbous body carrying two legs. A hydra is hissing as it has decided art isn't really its thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought you were going to say it was a Hydra. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so I, I I, will just drop Ronaldo on the floor with a foot, and, uh, and I will turn around and face the Hydra and grin. Oh, this is going to be wonderful. Okay, can I get your... The combat ability you want to use, uh, I'm going to assume you have a sword of some kind on you, Eilith. Yep. And you have a gun of some kind, Ronaldo, okay. just so you know. Uh, and you will roll cunning, yeah. that combat ability, and that will determine your initiative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the uh, Museum of Fine Arts is, is rubble now, yes? The front is rubble. The front is there, rubble, the rest of it's rubble. Yeah, there's, there's hanging wires. Some are live, some are not. There mm-hmm. are... Shattered stairs, pieces of rebar, all things that you can use in this combat as either weapons or abil- or things to gain positioning. I see. I, I tend to look at, uh, at uh, Ronaldo and say, whatever you do, for the love of the gods, do not destroy a head. I, I mean, I've seen Hercules. I know this one at least. Finally, did something right. Okay. And I am now looking for... Do, 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 do. 
<laughs> Can I use understanding the battlefield, please? Which yes. costs me one uh, imbue one legend. Okay, so you, it's you lose that legend for the turn. What it? What would you like to know? Um, let me just double check. Okay, um, I am looking to see. So I've got the Museum of Fine Arts behind. It's not completely destroyed. You say there are some electrical, hanging electrical wires, yes? Yes. Okay, okay. Is there anywhere in the area where I could potentially a large source of water? Yes, you can uh, break open a water pipe that is nearby that's only leaking just a little bit. But you could break it with your divine strength and you and have the water system pour on the hydra okay then that is what i'm doing okay and uh what was your join combat role uh my combat role good question where so, are you looking for that you would be Scroll. using Scroll. either brawl or melee plus uh cunning uh i am gonna say i'm probably using i'm not using my sword so i'm gonna say it's gonna be brawl rather than melee okay so uh roll that please and, and cunning and cunning uh, oh i suppose it'd be close combat rather than brawl because brawl doesn't exist yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah close combat <laughs> when Clear you skin. yep uh as okay. Always, I, I mix things up all the time. <laughs> Wrong system. Wrong oh, system. That's terrible. So here's the fun thing about the system. Uh, you gain what are called initiative slots, not um, individualized initiatives. So if Ronaldo wants to let you go first and him to go last, he can choose to do that. All of your... all all allied um, initiative slots are interchangeable. The question is, is, is Ronaldo letting me go first? <laughs> I, I mean, I'll guess I'll let you go first. Fantastic, that means I could potentially do my plan. Go for it. So, I am going to try and rip open the water mains so that I can flood the hydro with water. Okay. And then and then try and get uh, the hydro near the electric cables that are dangling so I can electrocute it. Okay, that would be a complex action. Yep. Both would involve might close combat. <laughs> and don't forget that you do have um, the pr access to the purview of strength. I do, I do indeed. Uh, it is do, 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 my epic strength. Uh, so, do, 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 in it power, I have a plus one scale for the purpose of lifting, breaking, or carrying large objects. Okay, so breaking that, your scale would increase by one. So for every success you roll, they will be two successes. Okay. So, so, how, many of my... you, so how many dice would you like to use towards breaking, and how many dice would you like to use to pushing? Uh, five to breaking, five to pushing, because I get ten. Cool. 
and so if I do this, this should be correct. No, wait. Also, would you like to activate a world of glass on top of that? Because that would also increase your scale for the pushing. That's true. I will indeed uh, activate world of glass. So I will, uh, I will knock down another one of my legends. There we go. Okay. So I think this is right. You can tell me if I'm wrong. So no, you'd roll five first. Oh, five first. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Jesus wept. So that's two successes, and that's enough as you rip it and start spraying the water at the Hydra. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And then we'll do the second part of the pushing. Well. Wow. Oh, super. There's no mulligans in this. <laughs> <laughs> I was not including them, though. No. Damn it! But you can spend momentum for a reroll. Uh, I will spend momentum for a reroll then. Where are my momentums? There we go. Haha. <laughs> not today. I will not be useless in this game, goddammit. <laughs> That's six successes. That is significantly higher as you knock the Hydra back, splashing it in water. It is now doused in water. The Hydra, in a fit of rage, is going to attack you, Ilith. Of course it is. Of course it is three successes so it is able to do one point of damage and is going to knock you down as you are knocked onto your back right in front of the great beast okay 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 Ronaldo, see. what would you uh, like to do just one more thing i have a knack okay um so uh, i have eye for an eye okay so if i spend oh i suppose i only did one point of damage didn't it yeah yeah, oh, bollocks. It's not worth wasting eye for an eye for that. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Okay, one point the, done. Uh, the damage cap per turn, just so you know, is two. Cool, I'm sure that'll mean something later. Sure, just letting you know. All right, uh, <laughs> Ronaldo? All right, um, I, so I, if I'm leaving from your plan correctly, there's, like, exposed cables. Yep. Um... A well-timed shot could bring one down on top of that Hydra. That's what I was thinking. Cool. Would you um, like to um, go all out on this? What, it, uh, what is that doing again? So what, that will give you... Do that? You don't spend anything, but you do give me collateral damage dice for the session. What, what would the, you... Mm, and they give you basically you know an enhancement. I was going to say, just because we're playtesting, I want to probe it a little bit. Let's right. go ahead and do that right now. How much enhancements between one and five? Uh, let's go with two. Two. Perfect. So uh, roll your attack, please. Uh, we will use uh, dexterity firearms or ranged weapons, whatever it is in this. Uh, um, it is firearms and dexterity, so that's seven. All right, so, uh, so roll that, and let's put two in the collateral damage pool, which is at three now. Actually, it's at four because of all the crazy shit Jade did. All right, so you got seven successes. You hit the electricity. The electricity does a total of uh, two points of damage, I'm going to say, to the Hydra, and on top of that, 
the you can spend five of that momentum that you got to get an extra attack off on the hydro would you like to do it sure why not all right so you do that so make another attack roll please all right that is enough to hit the hydra and bang bang yep you do one point of damage that hydra is looking pretty worse for wear and it is back to the top which one of you two would like to go first this round um just because of um i'll just go first real quick okay just one more shot so uh that's enough to and do so one damage. I got, yeah. All right, and you can add, uh, you can add two complications to its next roll. So we will say that if it doesn't buy off the complications when attacking on its turn, which is right now, it will take an additional point of damage. All right. Um, sounds good. Do I need to roll for anything for that? Nope. That is just how that goes. All right, so it is able to buy off the complications and do exactly one point of damage to you, Ronaldo, as it swings its body and its long heads reach and it bites. Not not good. Maybe this will be the um, doppelganger that goes away. So we'll see how the other people fare. Yeah. Ilith? Um, so, because uh, I I might have nipped away for a second. <laughs> um, so the Hydra has taken some damage, yeah. Yeah. From Ronaldo doing a, a, a electrocution. Was there an electrocution? Electrocution and shooting it. Marvelous. Okay. Uh, in that case, I am going to let me just make sure I've got the right thing. Where are you? Yeah, technically in the span of six seconds, I just shot off three shots, so. Yeah. You could Samson this. I mean, I am I am considering, I'm just looking at my knacks and things just to make sure there's nothing I could do within those. But to be honest, I'm probably just going to use my epic strength and Fair enough. And remember that you imbued your epic strength. You didn't spend it, so the two yeah, the yeah, points yeah. that you imbued have come back. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ham on it. That's what we're doing. So I'm gonna hit it with my uh I'm gonna go hit it with my sword. Nowhere near its actual heads, because that's dumb. So okay. I'm just gonna I'm gonna try and do a, a hecking slice. Alright, do your hecking slice. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Let me just make sure. So, might close combat? Yep. Thanks, Dice Maiden. Uh, mm -hmm. so roll one more die, because you got another 10. Mm. And it just a single D10. Yep, it just doesn't keep exploding them, basically. I don't have to put the... Do I have to put the T7 in everything? Yep, T7. Yeah. E uh, and E. Yep. And E. Yep. No. Not in this case. Okay. So, five. So you hit it 
you do one point of damage or damage, depending on who you ask. And you can do some additional things. You can attempt to bring its dice pool down. You can attempt to knock it over and knock it prone. You can attempt to knock it into more electrical wires and try and get more damage off that way. Yep, I'm gonna, uh, with the force of my attack, I'm gonna shove it to try and back it back in the electrical wires. Okay. It hits the electrical wires, it is shocked, and the thing collapses as it starts to fry. What a wonderful smell. Burnt rattlesnake. Mmm, delicious. If it's, if it's not if it doesn't look like it's getting back up, uh, if it looks like it's pretty KO'd, I'm just going to continue stabbing into it just to make sure it's actually not getting back up. Okay, as you keep stabbing and you see see the blood hitting the concrete and it's fizzling and bubbling up as the acidic blood is just like melting away a hole into the ground, in about an hour or so this thing will probably dissolve part of the road and collapse into the city's wonderful sewer system. That's lovely. Good thing we're that's a government problem. That's not a main problem. Ronaldo, would you like to do some investigation? Yeah, I'm just going to do the regular investigation this time. Okay. Um, what you said was um, subterfuge and cunning? Yep. Alright. Uh, man, you this find... thing likes me. Yeah, it does. Uh, you find chunks of... You're, you're all stealing the good roles from the werewolf players for tonight. Uh, Wait, no, stop. <laughs> is, uh, Too late. You find the... You find the symbol, the same symbol, but this one, you're starting to put the pieces in your mind. Could I get an intelligence integrity role with a one enhancement, please? Okay. So you'll roll this, and as long as you get one success, add to the total successes you roll. Seven. You put it together. You might not even need to get to the Museum of Science to investigate that. This is These symbols are not just things that are weakening the barrier. They're a map to where this scion is. All right. Um, so I think I understand what's going on here. Um, if we hurry, we can cut off the other people before they have to fight whatever bad thing is, or we can just beat them there. Um, how do you feel about flying? Not against it. Why? So, I'm gonna yell out, Here, piggy, piggy, piggy! I have a Pegasus that I won in a card game. <laughs> so, does that summon the that, Pegasus? Your Pegasus who you have, for whatever reason, named Piggy, arrives. You notice Ilith, the terrible pink dye job on the horse itself as it lands, as it shakes its head, as it looks both ready to serve and a constant sense of mildly irritated. I, uh, I, I look at this poor pink Pegasus. And I, uh, I shake my head. Mm, no, uh, 
I don't mind flying, but I'm gonna be honest. I uh, I cannot, I cannot be seen uh, riding. And I don't even finish the sentence. I just metamorphosis change my shape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, mm, no, no, this isn't this isn't happening. So yeah, I am going to uh, I am gonna do a, a shape change. I'm just double checking something. Let me just check. Okay. Where am I looking? I am looking in the wrong place. God damn it, I had it earlier. I had the bird. I had the bird. I've lost the bird. <laughs> give me give me one second. This is my improv coming in. I just saw Pegasus like, how can I make it so pigs fly? Nice. <laughs> Say. Uh Oh, there we go. I, uh, I'm going to change into a vulture. Okay. You change into a vulture and you both are off. Meanwhile, at the Museum of Natural or of Science, Samuel and Aaron, you start approaching the building as Pete, you hear screaming inside. Oh, they're playing out a song. Let's go. And I run. Russian. Yes. Yeah. What's up, Josh? Oh, I, I rush in, running in oh. with everyone. Sorry, I heard question, and I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> uh, you rush in as you're moving past the streams, as you see all the plastic displays of the dinosaurs, the sharks, the ancient mammals, etc., coming to life up above, including a very beautiful, but unfortunately very large butterfly and bee that are starting to pull themselves off from the wall. The people are trampling one another and there might be a chance to try and get them going in a slightly more orderly conduct if you so choose to use powers associated with that. I yeah. believe I have some. I believe uh, Samuel does too. I think I gave Samuel powers like that. Okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, check yourself. Uh, I think that's right. So I'm going to use uh, Be the Example. Okay. It's uh, a knack that you lead by showing others how it's done once per scene when you are taking action with a specific purpose of inspiring others or setting an example you may imbue for scale. Ooh, okay. So, so yeah. Yeah, so you will show them how to leave in an orderly conduct. Can I get either a persuasion and presence or persuasion composure roll, please. That is 10 successes. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you are next moved. I'm gonna uh, throw in some collateral dice just because that is like godly levels. <laughs> you know, so Samuel is going to uh, stand in front of everyone and just be like, all right, everybody, get into a line, single file, move as quickly as you can, that way, that way, no, not that way, that way. Keep going, keep going, good. And so... Man, he had, he had so many senses that I'm, I'm almost willing to do what he says and get out there. <laughs> As you, do, you actually do what he says, but you pick up a couple injured people along the way. Yeah. 
Aaron, as you leave, you see a vulture circling overhead, which you don't know a lot about Boston, but you do know that vultures are not native to this area. No, definitely not native to this area. And then you see something pink flying nearby, following the vulture. Like, when I see those two things, I like, when I, I take someone from the floor, I say, oh yeah, those animatronics, they are everyday more realistic, right? <laughs> Every, everywhere now is the Disneyland. <laughs> so, um, I do want a doppelganger there still, but uh -huh. I'm just going to have him show up. It's like, oh yeah, that's Piggy. Um, I guess I did something good and we were coming back. Um, so, yeah. You did something okay, well, good, and you're coming back. I don't. I'm not sure. I understand what you mean. As you see the pink Pegasus land and the vulture land, he can probably explain it better than I can. As I get off the Pegasus, it's like, hey guys. Um, so you probably have been ambushed. Um, I think I know where we need to go. We don't need to go to the park. Um. And then give myself a high five as I come back to one. Wait, there are a bunch of dinosaurs inside. I think we need to deal with that. I don't know. Do we deal with the source of this situation or do we deal with the consequences of the situation? I think we go to the source and deal with that. I would like to point out to Ilith that there is no one left inside the building except the dinosaurs. Oh, okay. 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 If that's the case, forget the dinosaurs. They're going to be extinct. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Transform out of my vulture and back into my human form. Okay. Let's go and uh, wipe out the dinosaurs again. Do you just want to bring down the whole museum? No, 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 no. I'm not going to drop the museum on them. I'm not that cruel. I'm just going to exterminate them. Alright, this is a trivial fight, so you run in and you all just watch Ilith going, I'd rather exterminate the dinosaurs as you just see her mincemeat plastic in such a way it melts slightly like hot or butter on a hot knife. I think now we can call her the daughter of the battle. Alright, Ronaldo. Hello. Oh, yeah. You pull out a map to show that everyone where the source and the map is pointing. You're not 100% sure. You're giving kind of the vague instructions, but uh, anyone now can make a cunning survival check to figure out the location of the source I of this issue. I don't think I need to because of my journey neck. Something is concealing like... the source. Oh, all right. Okay. Something is concealing the source. What was it again? Uh, cunning survival. Cunning's five, and my survival is... None. Right, so only five dice. Simple dados, five dice. I'm on the wrong sheet, that's why I can't say anything. That's a good job. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to get a third-party sheet because there's no uh, demigod sheets out yet. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. 
All right. So. You oh, all... that was nice. Okay. Yeah, that's nice. You all find find it. It is actually just outside of this area. You'll have to go north into Cambridge, into Harvard Yard, or depending on if you want to drop some R's. Harvard Yard. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my favorite one was my cousin who's like, you can't park at Harvard Yard because it's illegal. <laughs> can't say what? Well, illegal. <laughs> All right. So rushing that way, I assume one of you is riding the horse and the other one is being picked up by giant vulture Isla going, I can show you the world. I'm a vulture, I can't sing, but... I, I, I honestly don't know where I would be more uncomfortable, so... <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I guess think it would... I'm gonna ride the Pegasus. Okay. So Samuel, you're being carried by a vulture, going... <laughs> no, 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 not <laughs> If I was Morgan, you're right, I would. <laughs> you land and you see a small, it looks like a manhole, but it's in the park proper. It's surrounded by runes, almost like an Ur language that is the language, uh, the linguistic roots of all Indo-European languages. Oh, wow. That's Ooh. old. Can I read this? You can. Uh, depends on if you have any specific scholarly knacks or... Uh. I do have Boots. some. I have speed reading. That just makes you but read faster? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's... Yeah. Anyway, uh, and Samuel, you were going to say something? I, uh, you'd said there was a figure here, correct? Am I, did I pick that up correctly? Uh, no, it's that it's just the, like a manhole that shouldn't be there with the Ur language wrapped around it that's leading ah. down. Okay. Then I don't have any questions, no. Okay. Well, I ask, can anyone read this? No? Uh, Keegan, explain something. Can I summon the satires, the, the satires whenever yeah. I want? Yep, you can call upon them. Okay. So, I open my, my suitcase. Okay. Take from there a little bit of rum. Mm -hmm. I put on the ground and I start to clap in my hands. Time to work. As and you see a satyr, like a satyr yeah. forming. I'm not a dog, man. Like, what do you need? Oh, rum. See? I know how to get you going. Ah. What do you need? So, my friend, I need uh, some piece of advice. Do you recognize that language over there? Uh, oh, this is old. Very, very old. Uh, as he starts kind of scanning over it, it says endings. 
endings come something about nothingness huh and come what and comes from nothing the endings and it, it all goes to nothing oh the endings and all goes to nothing okay that's dark all right i have another job for you i need you to keep people away from here things are gonna get ugly i don't want people to get hurt all right I can do what I can. I'll do what I can. Uh, what's wrong with that Pegasus? Look, it's a joke. The, the, is this something that people don't understand anymore? It's funny. No, it's poor taste, is what it is. That's mystery to animals. That's a crime. Eh, it's, it'll wash out. Anyway, we have a word to save. Does anyone have a plan? Uh, save the world. That's what we're doing, so... Yeah? So what I go out of plan. Let's go there. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I say we go down there. Right to go. You start to head down. As the tunnel is crafted of this kind of thick, gunky clay, moving along as the little... Fibers of roots tickle your noses, catch in your hair, scrape against your clothes. You hear the wriggling of grubs at an unnaturally high volume as your feet crunch down, as you hear someone chanting constantly in a similar sort of fashion, very much like that Ur language. Mm. I think I find, found our secret seal. You guys want to do this quickly or to prefer to do this loudly? I mean, I'm all for being loud, but I am not the best when it comes to this strategization. Alright, I have a plan. I have a plan. I've been walking with these people for some time now. So, is any of them more subtle, more uh, stealth than others? Uh, hmm. No, it seems like this all kind of stems from one being who seems to be drawing in the others to him like a kind of beacon. No, I mean, from our group, who's oh. the more stealth between oh, us? Most stealthy. Uh, that would probably be Ronaldo. Okay. Ronaldo, do, do you think that you can try to sneak up on him? Maybe try to subdue him and then we all come down on him like thunder? Uh, I, have, I have something I could do. Um, I'm going to walk up and, well, I'm not just going to walk up. I am going to try to subtly, using, using subterfuge and dexterity, can I kind of make like a stealth, like sneaking up and getting closer to him? Mm, yeah, let's do that. 
So right. we'll do uh, Dexterity Scepterfuge. All right. Yeah, he has one enhancement, though. Okay. For, because my neck. Okay. So you've got In two one. successes, Ronaldo. Okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to get close, see if I can at least poke my head around the corner and be able to give like an overview of what I'm seeing to okay. him. Okay. You catch a glimpse. You see several candles with emerald lights burning off of them. As you see a scion in iron armor blazing or with blondish hair seeming to whisper into his hands, clutching a bloody symbol as the blood seems to dry and crystallize into that shape, that eight-pointed star as the man continues to whisper. I'm going to come back slowly and tell him, hey, he's almost done casting this ritual. We need to act quickly. So, don't hold back. There's nobody else involved. We can handle this quickly. All right. Let's do that. So, I think we storm him. <laughs> I'll jump him first, if you don't mind. All right. You do that. All right. So, let's roll all of our combat abilities first, just so, you know, that's completely out of the, out of the way. So... What do exactly roll again? That would be your primary combat ability or skill plus cunning. Good lord. Okay. Oh nice. So basically all of you get to go before him. <laughs> As it should be. So who would like to go first? I'd like um, to go first, if you don't mind. Perhaps. Go for Something it. Something that I'd be useful if it works. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand, take my sidearm like a pistol, no pistol, that I usually try as much as I can, do not use it. And I point to him and I say, using my, what's the name of the ability again? My second blaze, let's say. Stop everything you're doing right now, in the name of everything that exists. And I'm gonna use second blaze. I imbue, I imbue, uh, I imbue one legend, and uh, we clash my present legend versus the resolver legend of him. And uh, I'm gonna try to make him stand down and stop the ritual. Okay. Let me see. So we're gonna, you guys are gonna see uh, from his mouth and his eyes. A blaze of golden light that commands, you know, that exerts uh, dominance. Okay, so let's like, make that roll. Presence and legend. So that's my total legend? Yep, so your legend's five. And yeah. it's his resolve plus legend. Yes, yeah, that's my presence. And my presence is two. So that's seven. Can I use that divine dice? Uh, you can replace dice in your dipole. Would you like to replace some dice from this? Yeah, first I roll and then I, I replace or... Oh, you replace, replace first. Them. So you'll be rolling twice. So you'll roll 
three. Um, you'll be rolling two dice first, and then you'll be rolling the five separately. Okay. That's my first two dice. No worries. All right, and then that's roll the other good. five. All right. So... He succeeds, okay, so he's is. able to resist as you see the divine light burst from his eyes and you see it getting sucked back in and turned into darkness as he's shaking. As you just hear kind of a bellow. No! Who would like to go next? Go next, please. And can I use close the gap? Yes, you may. Uh, so I would like to charge him so I make a rush action without needing to, without needing to make an opposed roll. Okay. Yeah. So why I'm going to I'm going to rush him and then I'm going to just attack him. Cool. Make that attack. You'll need at least two successes to damage him due to the soft armor that he's wearing. Okay. Uh, let me just double check. I haven't got anything else I can add to this. I don't think I have. He did it did it did you quick scroll, quick scroll. Nope, nope, nope. Okay, it's just that. God damn. Oh, wow. <laughs> is not messing around. She's here to destroy. Wow. You, you still get to roll another 10. One more d10, because you got a 10 in your explosion pool. <laughs> Yay. Daughter of Ares, indeed. <laughs> nah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. So ten <laughs> yeah. successes. I was like, nah. Ten successes. Oh my do, God. You can do three points of damage. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I should be able to do more than that. The the game yeah. the game purposefully makes de- this significantly less lethal for the whole you're a god thing. So if something hits you really hard, it's not like zero to dead. Just like yeah. that. Just like that. <laughs> Boop. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think I can do anything else. Um, let's just have a quick look. Yeah, the only the only things I've got is like Apex Predator, Apex Predator, and the biggest threat, which eh, there's only him, so it doesn't really make any difference in my opinion. Fair enough. All right, uh, who would like to go next? Who would like to feel slightly insignificant? <laughs> right? You know how I feel after she did that and I failed? <laughs> Goddamn goddess of war. <laughs> So it's uh, between Samuel and Ronaldo. I, I, I'll, I'll, you could go, go for it, man. We're gonna have a victory dime. All right, I'm going to do something very low key. Uh, I'm going to declare someone as my charge, and I think that is probably going to be Ilith as my charge. Okay. Just because you're the closest to, uh, to the guy. Seems fair. I am engaging in close combat with him. Yeah. And that will do things in subsequent turns, but right now, it's not going to do anything. Okay. Right. Cool. And... Oh, you're like boy, uh, And um, Andrew. I'm going to whisper to my gun first. Um, 
What did the five fingers say to the face? Slap. As I slap it, um, that gives it a plus one enhancement for all my firearms checks. Um, I would also like to use my dice pool as well. Okay. My divine pool. All right. Sounds good. So, so uh, you'll be replacing... Uh, four? Four, yeah. And um, it's dexterity plus firearms. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is just the regular check. And here is my exploding... Or my other check. I do get a plus one. Yep, so that is a success. You hit... So let's say we're going to tie this to your your chaos purview, which means that you are getting a critical success, which also means that the collateral die pool uh, went up by one. And here we are. Catastrophic success. Okay. You strike him as the bullet hits. You see that his armor gets scared and runs away. So he lacks his armor now for the rest of the fight. Oh, nice. <laughs> and he took one point of damage. Yeah, that's all I got. I'm going to spend two threats so that he is going to be able to act during the surprise round. The ritual stops and you see the divine item in his hand shatter and form a black sword with the same kind of Ur runes as he turns to Eilith as he goes very well. And he is going to push a destructive action. So he's going to go all out on his attack with an enhancement of five. So he's going to max out the collateral damage pool with a three enhancement. Ooh. That's gonna hurt. So that's uh, five, ten. So he is going to do two points of damage to you, Ilith. Okay. Okay. As Quick question. Yes. Quick question. Quick question. Yes. Is he uh, is he the same tier or lower tier? He is the me? same tier as you. Cool. Perfect defense. Nice. As you strike, and now I what must roll the. Uh, Collateral damage pool. With the enhancement of three, so six. So as he strikes and your perfect defense goes off, gain a divine die. And we're going to also add another one into the collateral damage pool to start us off, right? All right. As your blades strike and there's a kind of humming singing as it almost sounds like war itself is singing and enjoying and reveling in the newfound violence in this newly formed terra incognita. So, echoes, as your blades hit, the rocks around you turn into soldiers and collapse. They will attack members of all sides to represent this, these soldiers represent one complication, which means you will have to pay off with an additional success or take a point of damage as these soldiers seem to stab into you as the literal 
pieces of war come to life in this place. And you, they're gonna attack everyone, us and him. You and him, yep. And this causes an explosion that launches out and your terra incognita is now in a crater as people of Boston can now overlook your fight and they are now drawn into it as they could become potentially new, uh, potentially new bystanders and people who are harmed in the clash of gods. It is your guys' turn. All right, so see now that a lot of people now are way more in danger than before. Including the satyr. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 I didn't say it. Say it. Mac, you forced my hand. And he take his gun uh -huh. and he shoot it. That's not exactly a, a, a bullet, but a power, a manifestation for power. Okay. And I'm going to use Master of the Disease to impose him a, five, a plus five disease complication. Oh. And, yeah, and a divine play condition. And I'm right. spending one life. All right, make that roll. I don't think there's a roll for that. You still have to hit him with the bullet, I believe. No, no, the, the bullet was like uh, 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 like uh, the flavor of me. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, we'll go with that as the bullet hits him and you see like smallpox forming upon his body. I'm sorry, but I do mean to do this. Who would like I to go next? Plan. So that basically means that he has to pay plus five uh, yep. bags to yep. Oh, wow. I guess uh, I will. I will go next, and I will continue to uh, to hit be our a, friend. Be a beast. Yeah, pretty much. I don't <laughs> think there's any way to enhance what uh, how much damage I'm doing. Uh, you can get additional enhancements. So if you use that enhancement stuff like he did, you can buy a critical, which is extra point of damage. But then you can also impose upon him additional complications, or you can uh, use those additional successes to disarm him. Or knock him prone. So there is bonuses for getting additional successes. It's just not necessarily damage. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'll just uh, we'll just twat him and then we'll go from there. Okay. Mm, not as good this time. Although to be fair, what have I got? Four successes there. Hmm. Uh, you'll have to spend two of Momentum. those successes to hit and uh, n buy off the complication. Wait, what's the complication for? Uh, the soldiers that have formed that are attacking everyone. Ah, uh, ah, uh, I see. Uh, I don't think I have that problem. Because I have, um, I have army of one. Mm -hmm. So I don't take, I don't take any penalties. Oh. For fighting with planes? When you when you fight outnumbered, you do not take any penalties or increase difficulty that being outnumbered would cause. Mm. Okay. So you have three successes. You can spend two of them to disarm him, if you so choose. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We're 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 gonna we're gonna twat that weapon out of his hand. All right. The weapon flies out of his hand. 
Who would like to go next? I, uh, go next? Yeah. Go for it. I would like to try and calm him down. Okay. I'm using Baldur's Tablet, which is going to give me a plus two enhancement to any role that involves calming others. Okay. And I'm trying to just get this whole thing to chill out and maybe we can talk about this. Um, and so Samuel is saying, hey, like, maybe we don't need to fight like this. Maybe we can just calmly talk about what's going on and maybe get ahead of all of this sort of thing. Cool. All right. I'm going to try it anyway and see what happens. So uh, persuasion and Yep. That's enough. He 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 kind of starts to collapse slightly as the soldiers of dirt seem to collapse as well. The ritual is stopped, and so the wind has started to die down. Look, I'm telling you, like we can talk this out like sensible people, and back away from the nothing, not have all of this become a massive problem that it is. <sighs> What do you want to talk about? This world is well, ending Why are you itself. doing this to begin with? The world's ending itself already. I just wanted to speed it up. Cause as little suffering as possible. The world's not ending. It's always ending. It's just changing. It's not coming to an end. It's just becoming something different than it was before. That's the way the world works. It's a cycle of up and down and movement constantly. This downwardness is too much. I just wanted to see it all go away. Uh, I I step up next to to someone and I say, I've seen this before. I've been in many places where everything was destroyed and only suffering remain. It may look like it's never going to be good again, but it does. But you can't do that alone. See, we are not gods. Yet. Whatever they call us. Whatever they call us. We are as much people as they. And I point to the people around us. And that is, in fact, a strength. Gods cannot rebuild themselves. We can. Hmm. Well, it seems like he might have a long road to recovery, but it does sound like you've been able to stop this threat, and I think that is a good place to end this session. I shoved my sword through his throat. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Aries! <laughs> Um, before we go go away uh, for the night and thank everyone for coming out, I'd like to get uh, some opinions on what you guys think of the uh, the system. Uh, we this is a good blend of people who've never played before, only played a little bit, or who are more veterans of the the group. So uh, let's start with uh, Jade. What what do you think of the system overall? I really enjoy it. Funnily enough, for ages I've really wanted to play 
a game that is very much like just playing a game of Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. So that has now <laughs> fulfilled my wish. Uh, I really like it. There is there is a lot to sort of unpick, uh, which I think you with like most tabletop games, you get used to it over time. Um, but yeah, it's not ridiculously hard. I like how things work. I like the fact that just because you're gods, you're right, you can't just uh, want to kill everything. So it's nice. It's good. It's good balance. Okay. Cool. Uh, how about you, uh, Josh? What do you What are your thoughts on some of the stuff that's been added to Demigod and how that meshes with Scion overall? It definitely brings things to the next level. One of the things that I think is hard was hard in first edition was that when you got to Demigod, things got kind of ridiculous and uh, uncontrolled. And in this version, uh, in second edition, it feels still controlled. Like, you're still really, like, powerful, but you're not overpowered. It doesn't feel like it's overwhelming. So I liked some of the additions to the mechanics. Um, I think they're going to take some getting used to. Like, transitioning from Origin to Hero to Demigod is uh, a big transition between them. But I think it's going to be a fairly, like, easy transition if you've been playing for a while when you get to this stage. All right. How about you, Raphael? How did you feel about the system, uh, being a newbie to the, the game? Yeah, like, two things. First, let me talk talk about the positives that I think. It really does make you feel powerful as a damn god. It really does feel like you have some power, some culture over the story. I like that. Especially my powers, like, they make sense with the the whole idea of the character. That's awesome. And it it also makes you, makes a, a difference, you know? We just saw how <laughs> how a, a daughter of Ares just on the combat. And that's great. But, uh, uh, but I must say that I find a little bit, maybe because I just got here, but I find that it's a little bit overwhelming with features. So if you're experienced playing RPG in general, you're going to be fine. But if you're a newbie, maybe it can be kind of overwhelming. But again, we are playing characters that are high level, so makes sense. Yeah, uh, since the game starts at Origin, where you're just kind of slightly better than normal mortals, basically. Then you become heroes, and then you transition to demigods. So that's good to know, though, that uh, right now it is a lot to to consume. It's like drinking from a fire hose if you're a new person. Yeah, like a, 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 it's like a, if I, if I wasn't a convention, I just got there, but I would be a little bit lost. But as I saw, we play it. So the basics... Okay, but it's a lot of features. Yeah. How about yeah. you, uh, Andrew? Um, so, I, I really like it. Um, this is my second time playing a Scion game. I played Origin um, at that Onyx Path Con uh, that was virtual this year. Uh, and that was really fun, and that built upon this. Uh, it is kind of cool that you kind of see how the dice flow um, between, like, getting critical successes to your Divine Pool to your chaos so it's one of those things where i want to see and build upon that mm-hmm. um it's just really fun i really like the the flavors of all these uh of, of the gods and of all the powers yeah um I, I had a really good time nice uh yeah no i i really like it i think it's kind of fun uh it's yeah especially as a storyteller i will say uh it does feel like 
drinking from the fire hose since this is my second time running Scion at all uh, for second edition. And uh, uh, my only two really big asks is like, I hope they clean up the character creation section a little bit. Mm -hmm. it's, a li it's a bit clunky, I think, in the, uh, the PDF they sent me. And I think that was just because this is the, the basic basic. But I really hope they go closer to first edition where it was like, hey, you're making a demigod from scratch? These are your attributes. These are your skills. These are your boons. These are, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Just to make it a little easier on character creation. Otherwise, jumping... I don't like jumping from book to book to book if I can help it. Mm -hmm. uh, now this book, this game, there's going to be just some of that. Like the core rules are in Origin, a lot of the knacks and some of the purviews are in Hero, and I get that. But for character creation, I'd like to try and limit it to one one book for as long as possible. Yeah. Uh, and then. Just a house rule thing. This this tends to be more for story path in general. I think as a house rule for me is I would run it closer to the uh, 2D20 Conan system where I would just rule that players go first, but villains can interrupt by spending th one point of threat. Yeah, that's nice. It reminds me of that, uh, of that mechanic of d and uh, action, maybe? Or voice mm -hmm. action, something. Legendary action. Legendary action. Yeah. That's yeah. And I think that just would help for uh, bookkeeping because I am notorious about wanting to do as little bookkeeping as possible. Yeah. 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 I know how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for joining me on this game. I'm glad you, you guys enjoyed uh, our little romp into Demigod. Yeah. Uh, as a reminder, especially for anyone who made it this far, we're going to have an open GM talks on our Bunch of Gamers Discord server on the 25th of September. So if you're not part of our Discord, I will be dropping a link in the description below. Come and join. We're going to talk about games, record it, and put it up as a new GM talks. Uh, until next time, I'm Keegan, and I will see you all later. Bye. Bye.